All right. Thank you guys for tuning into the Hire You podcast. We are the host, Jakari. And Jordan. And this is the very first episode, so thank you for tuning in. Um, so we're just going to jump into it. First, starting off with where we're from, who we are, and why we even started the podcast. So, Jordan, if you want to take it away? We already know. All right. So, once again, my name is Jordan. I'm originally from the Bronx. Um, I'm 22 years old, and I just moved down here to Raleigh about um, a month or so ago. Um, I like to explain myself as basically uh, being an introvert, um, transitioning to kind of being more extroverted so that, you know, I can experience the entirety of life. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm very spiritual. I got a, a love for knowledge and music. Um, those are my two passions. Um, as far as hobbies and, like, my future, uh, I, I just want a career in, in music and performance and public speaking and things of that, that, of that manner. Um, so yeah, follow your boy on SoundCloud. I'll put the link in that bitch. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but, all right. But um, yeah, my purpose is just to you know bring people together and 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 do something great. That's basically it. How about you? My name is Jakari. I am from the 305 Miami, South Florida, and <laughs> as far as hobbies and interests, I play soccer. Um, I'm super interested in music. I don't create music like Jordan, but I love listening to it. It is a pastime of mine, listening to it and studying artists and like going into their background and creative process and stuff like that. Um, my future, um, I'm a pre-physical therapy student, so I'm about like a year and a half away from applying to PT school. Um, I'm super into like investing, financial literacy, ownership. Um, I recently just got into the stock market and stuff like that. Um, then as far as how I would explain myself, I'm pretty introverted as well. I think that's kind of how me and Jordan met. <laughs> we just started big talking. Bounce, <laughs> <laughs> we just started talking and really that's how this podcast came about, which is our discussions. And we're just like, man, we need to kind of like record this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so pretty much, yeah, I'm 20 years old. So uh, just turned 20, I'll be turning 21 this year. As far as passions, I'm super passionate, like I said, about physical therapy, um, investing, ownership, financial literacy. Um, and I am kind of spiritual as well, mostly on the, the, the religious side, though. And uh, yeah, I think my purpose in life really is to kind of be a vessel and an example for like change, um, showing others that are like me what is possible, what can be possible, and kind of giving people a platform to share their stories um, I think this podcast will mainly be about like, you know, the little gems that we've learned along the way. You know, we might not have all the answers, but as far as telling your story, it's super important because you never know who that might touch. So that's, that's really how we started and that's who we are. So that's yeah. So to really define what this podcast is about and then define the title, The Higher You, we're going to talk about what the podcast means for us individually and mm -hmm. overall and then define the higher you for each of ourselves. So Jordan, if you want to go into your definition of it. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, my, my goal with this podcast is uh, to make sure that we empower ourselves, um, our communities, and especially the youth, um, and expose, uh, you know, everyday life, um, you know, just to do our best to kind of break stereotypes and um, really allow others to express their viewpoints on, you know, certain, uh, questions that you know hold real life value um, and uh, as far as you know what the higher you means to me um, it would definitely be you know representing just exactly what that what it what it says you know the mm -hmm. higher you um, the connection of who we are to our 
best selves, basically. So, you know, um, I could kind of explain it like that would be your godly essence, right? You know, you, your, your highest essence would be the, the most true and loving self that you are. Um, and, you know, we, we do that by, you know, sparking connections uh, through being ourselves and trusting that we're on the path of greatness. Um, and that'll basically empower you to not only empower yourselves, empower us, empower others. Um, and it just kind of has a trickle effect that, you know, you can't really stop. It's a domino. We're just here to pluck it. <laughs> right, right. And so for me, the podcast is about being the person that I would want if I could go back to high school or if I could go back to my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. It's about, you know, being an example and um, sharing, like I said earlier, the gems that we've learned. You know, we've all had our fair share of mistakes, lessons, success and triumphs. And I think it's important to share those. Um, and really a big theme that we're kind of seeing right now lately in like, I guess you could say pop culture or like the media is legacy. Like, what are you leaving behind? What are you doing right now to, to really impact people and, and make a name for yourself when you step inside of a room? Mm -hmm. And so for, for me, the higher you and everything else that, that we have going on individually is about us leaving a legacy and using our talents and abilities not just for our own benefit, but to benefit others, to help others cultivate their strengths, um, to tell their stories, things like that. Oh, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to define the higher you. So me and Jordan had a discussion about this, but there's two different meanings for me, and I'll touch on those. So the first one, um, I was listening to Lauren Hill, um, got a fine peace of mind on her Unplugged album, and. Classic. Right. You don't know that album. <laughs> go listen to, to it. Go right listen to it. <laughs> okay, not right now. Because you're watching this. Right. Stay well, here. Make sure that you, make Stay sure here. That you listen to that. Wait till afterwards. Unplug MTV. So, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Do that. Bet. So, and then, you know, there's two ways to kind of perceive the song. Like, when you first listen to it, you might think she's talking about a man. And then when you kind of, like, dig deeper into it, you figure out she's talking about God. Um, so, the line that stuck out to me was, you inspire me to be the higher me. And when I heard that, I was like, that's perfect. Because we were kind of like going back and forth on a name. We couldn't yeah, really figure it yeah. out. And so I heard that, and I was like, that's, that's perfect. It really encompasses everything that I really want to do with my life's work. Is just like helping people reach their full potential, no matter if that's in physical sure. therapy, helping someone reach their goal, being a soccer coach, helping someone reach their performance goals, or being like, you know, I guess a mentor or something like that. And, and just really helping people benefit from their own talents and their own abilities. And the second meaning is I was reading this book, or I'm still currently reading this book, Principles by Ray Dalio, and he talks about making effective decisions um, efficiently. And he talks about the subconscious and the conscious you. So the subconscious being the higher level you and the conscious one being the lower level you, the higher level being the logic, the lower level being the emotional. And he talks about people not being able to separate the two or really not separate but align the two and not letting your conscious level you or the emotional you make the decisions. Um, letting your high level you, the logical one, make the decisions for you and being in alignment with those and having those two, your subconscious and conscience, being aligned with your values, your core beliefs, you know, whatever you stand for. So he was saying that a lot of people aren't in touch with that and that as a result, they're making decisions 
in the situation instead of letting the higher level you make the decisions. And he says that the higher level you is looking above the situation and solving it from that viewpoint. Because a lot of the times when we, we're in a, a problem or we're in a, in a rut or something, we go into panic mode and we're like, oh, how do I figure this out? And we're just kind of in it and we're not taking a step back or in Ray Dalio's case, like going above the situation and really trying to pick out mm -hmm. the, what, we can, what we can get from it and how we can solve it effectively. So those are the two meanings for me. Um, and I think it really, really ties into the purpose of the podcast and what we're trying to do. A theme that we're going to touch on is like leadership on, on this podcast a lot. So we really wanted to talk about something that's going on right now or like something that we can resonate with. And we talked about leaders, like people that we look up to. And so, Jordan, if you want to go ahead and talk about leaders that you look up to and. and yeah, 100 percent. So um, with me, uh, it was it was kind of difficult for me to go about this and I know like some people will be like well you know of course you look up to this person or that person but like for me I have such a broad range of people that I feel like I can I, I owe credibility to as far as teaching me the ways of how to kind of like think mentally and go about certain things but I did find specific people who like who I can tone a specific value to in my life for and, and like what I I guess put forth towards the world and why I do it so I came up with this as far as music goes um, because music is like a defining factor in my life I definitely say it would be Kanye and Kendrick um, Kanye for his outright you know just tone and just having this chip on his shoulder and not allowing anything to really stop him from persevering through you know, the music industry. And then Kendrick for a, a different version of an outright tone and perseverance in the sense of, you know, both of them have, have, uh, have been brought up from you know, these lower income areas and have you know, persevered through that struggle. But the way that Kendrick explains it is completely different from how Kanye explains his life. Um, you don't get some shade for that that Kanye love. <laughs> you don't get some shade for that. <laughs> hey, that's all right. It's you okay though. Yeah, yeah. Because Kanye just bought sixty two thousand acres in, in Wyoming. Wyoming, so <laughs> y'all can hate if y'all want to, but that man is making some crazy moves right now. Yeah. Um, and I said that because I wanted you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. For real. Like sixty two thousand acres. I don't even know if y'all know how much land that is. It's a lot. One acre. Ownership. <laughs> Ownership. <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, 62,000? Uh, all right, all right. I can get into a lot with that. But, um, so yeah, as far as music goes, you know, those, those are two definite, um, you know, high-ranking officials that I could say definitely inspired me to, um, to think in a, in a new way, um, to not just think, you know, about glitz and glam, even though those are important because Kanye is like that materialistic you know, he, he, he dives into the realm of being completely egotistical, but then has just recently switched into this super humilified kind of trying to, you know, it's a very, it's a very yeah. interesting time for Kanye. Yeah, it is. But I'm gonna, that's not what I'm here <laughs> to speak on. I'm speaking on. I'm speaking on the impact that he's had on us yeah. in previous times. Yeah. And then Kendrick, you know, you look at Kendrick and 
I think that he's not the ego, but instead the, the emo in, in essence, the one that is able to completely express uh, the emotions of the, of the mind. And um, how to, like my, my favorite song by Kendrick is Art of Peer Pressure. Um, because Solid. it's just, it was so pure to me. It, it, like, I felt like I was in that moment, <laughs> like with him. Like storytelling. Yo, <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then to, to move on and then create something like To Pimp a Butterfly mm -hmm. um, and to expose these real life issues within our communities, um, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. And to mix the jazz influences with, with hip hop, like, like we've always done, but to make it more outright, um, just a beautiful thing. All right. And other than music, when it comes to outright leadership for our communities, um, one person who's actually been a catalyst for me to um, kind of think about my own role as a black man uh, is Malcolm X. And I say that because, you know, one thing that Malcolm X um, really pointed out was how often do you see a musician that is a leader of his community? Um, and that was actually a really uh, tough thing for me to come to terms with because me loving music, I also want to do well for my community. Um, and still to this day, I still have like issues with listening to such a powerful man like Malcolm X who, who is, who's changed so much for our communities, you know, kind of say that. Um, but it's also influenced me to learn more about the necess necessities that our people need um, and not to just focus on you know what goes on in the in the industry and Hollywood lifestyles mm -hmm. so it's kind of based me um, and, and given me a middle ground to walk on in which you know I feel like I can be respected um, so uh, I definitely say Malcolm X and then there's somebody who uh, who I just came across maybe about last year I think and his name is 19 keys 19 keys is great he, he, he just um, just a very honest and genuine person when it comes to lifestyle habits in this generation mm -hmm. um, and not you know the generation that came before us like Malcolm X but uh, a here and now person who, who can really you know lead and have a team of leaders um, and I think that that's so important for us to see I think he's what like maybe like he's no, only he's, he's like only mid he's late 20s yeah, yeah. yeah so so yeah, that's that's another that's another uh, great and influential person. Um, so yeah, I think there's as I said before, there's countless others, you know, who who have aided aided my knowledge personally. And as far as legacy goes, you know, the impact that they've made compared to what I'd like to be or what I'd like to do would be somewhere in the middle of all four of those people. Um, uh, and you know that would be me growing up, so they would be my foundation, and I would just I'm trying to stack, I'm trying to build <laughs> for real. Right, right. So yeah, how about you? So for me, um, I'm going to start with Dr. Claude Anderson. He is the author of Poweronomics, um, and he recently did an interview on the Records Club. So if you haven't heard that, tune into that. Um, I gotta tune into that too. You're right. So she ain't even put me on before she told y'all. Hold up. Hold up. That's crazy. Claude that's Anderson. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Now I'm gonna have to look right, that right, up right. though. That's straight. It's, straight. it's okay. It's okay. Y'all got the gym. Because I always link you. I always link you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I always 100%, link you. It's all right. 100%. It's a good one. Damn. So he's the author of Paran
and he's the one that really kind of started or like kind of helped me embark on the journey of ownership um investing in your community investing where you are kind of like the concept of buying back the block um like you can't say that it's your neighborhood if you don't own anything in the neighborhood that type of thing um entrepreneurship um and just circulating the dollar in the black community really um so he that, that book is amazing you should read it if you haven't and go ahead and tune in to his interview on the breakfast club but do not tune in if your feelings are easily hurt mm -hmm. <laughs> um so yeah because mm -hmm. he tells it to you straight period um, the next one would be Robert F. Smith. He recently, last year, came into the light for paying off the student loans for like a whole entire class of students at Morehouse, um, which is his, like, he graduated from there. Um, and that man is like worth five billion, but he's been in the shadows this whole time. And one of the things that I admire about, about him the most was that he started, you know, working for these really popular fir <clears throat> firms. Marcus by Goldman Sachs. He started working there and then he realized like I want to move up in this industry But I realized that these firms aren't going to really hire me So he went on to create his own private equity firm that manages over like two billion in assets. So that's amazing for me um, Another one she's not as widely known, but she's pretty popular on the real estate um, Community on Instagram and Twitter. Her name is Aisha Selden. She's really dope. She has like Like I want to say a hundred units in real estate, and I could be off, but she's and and the thing is, and she's working like nine to five, like it's crazy, Damn. it's crazy, it's crazy. And she's like, she works on the stock market, she's investing in real estate, it's crazy. Everybody Need to go check her out. <laughs> right, everybody Damn. does. She's killing it in the game, and so I can't, I'm like on her page all the time trying to catch the gems and stuff like that. Another one is Master P. And I just recently posted this on Instagram. He, he's killing it. You know, he has Monyadi. He just dropped a brand, a shoe brand, like a luxury shoe and clothing line brand. You know, rap snacks. And then he did rap noodles. Um, he owns his masters. Just he played in the NBA. <laughs> he's a philanthropist. Like, and the thing is, he's doing it with his family, which is an example that we should all be trying to work towards. It's like sure. building wealth passing it down generation to generation. So Master P is definitely on, on my list. Um, another one is Tina Bonner. She's popular on the Instagram community. She's big on brands and entrepreneurship. She created this institute called the Entrepreneurship, the Entrepreneur Institute, teaching like ownership, branding, tech, public speaking, all these different things. So she's pretty dope. And last but not least, the late, great Nipsey Hussle. So that man and his influence is, is gonna last forever. Um, his legacy and, and what he did for the community in LA and what he did for the hip-hop community and what he did just for youth in general is super important and I think ownership is not new entrepreneurship is not new real estate is not new investing period is not new but what he did was really kind of make it he he made it like pop culture if right. if you will he made it mainstream he made it like how can you say like I said that you're you're in the hood or like this is your block or whatever if you don't own anything um and so his influence is super important to me because it, it like i said his legacy like he's not even here and you can go on instagram and you go on the on the what is it the about page or the mm -hmm. something page and you're gonna see like seven posts <laughs> about him or you're gonna see someone quoting his lyrics or you're gonna see someone posting a picture of him or one of his interviews and it's just legacy that like that's really key to me 
Um, and so that's my list of just a bunch of people that have really kind of paved the path that I want to go on um, and really they're pioneers in their industries. So yeah. And what is the legacy that you plan on leaving behind? Whew, that's a good question, Jordan. <laughs> um, so, you know, I want to pursue physical therapy, but I realized a long time ago that physical therapy wasn't going to give me a life of financial freedom. Um, I don't know if you know, but that debt-to-income ratio is... debt-to-income ratio. <laughs> it's sad. On top of, like, if you have undergraduate loans, right? You're going to be working your ass off, but you're going to be in debt for, like, 20, 30 years. Yep. So... The legacy that I want to leave behind, and it's a little bit personal, um, Better be just, personal. right? <laughs> um, it's just wanting to put my family on with me. Like, yeah. I'm one of one. If it's not me, then who, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, like I said, it's doing it for my family, but with my family. Like, at, I want to get to a point where I can reach back and be like, let's do this together. Let's build together so that, that we can pass wealth on from generation to generation like just because you don't come from a lot doesn't mean that you can't create that um so that's the legacy that i want to leave behind is that perseverance um hard work dedication determination um and like my late cousin was said byob be your own boss so just getting it you know on your own and putting your family on and being a resource for the, your community and your family and being about what you say you're about yeah. I mean, don't say don't say something and then not do it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my legacy. I hope. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'd say that my legacy has come to be uh, making sure what I want to pass down is making sure that I have valuable land. Um, you know, I think that that's one thing that no one can necessarily take from you, and I I've kind of actually gone over this and so I'm, I'm a poli sci major here at uh, William Peace um, and we just we were just speaking about uh, land ownership and how that's going to be passed down that's a side note I'm not going to kind of go off track we on could that. do a whole other episode yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. but that's that's really what I want um, for me it's first security for my family before anything else um, I grew up in uh, in a very interesting neighborhood in, in the sense of, you know, it constantly being, you know, just run by egos and, you know, destruction. Uh, and I'm not going to say that there was no love in there because, you know, of course there was. Of course, of course we have families, families there who wanted to, to be there for one another, but a lot of times, a lot of those families were dysfunctional and, you know, my, my family, my family itself, you know, who, who doesn't have have that so before anything it would be making sure that I can come to a to a space and know that my family is straight um, emotionally and physically um, and that passed down throughout my throughout my lineage first um, and then after that it would end up being um, passing down something of like, like um, Jakari said generational wealth uh, something that you know my family could live off right. forever and be straight right uh, whatever that is whether it be you know a, a business that I built or you know I don't know land or right building you know something something, <laughs> something that's something that's here in in this realm that will just live 
Mm-hmm. Passing yeah. down assets, not trauma. <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, a kind of theme that we want to tag along with this podcast is affirmations. Um, asserting yourself and letting yourself know that you are something or that you're capable of something, whatever your affirmation might be. So for this podcast, we have created like I am and we'll leave it to you to fill that out for yourself. Um, and whether you come to that, that affirmation now or later on down the road, that's fine. But we wanted to, as hosts, be an example and kind of do our own. So, Jordan, if you want to do your affirmation first. Oh, uh, I got it. All right. So, you put me on the spot. I'll put you on the spot. All right. So, so uh, I actually ran across this. This is going to be a bit of an um, uh, explanatory thing with the IMs. So, mm-hmm. before we even go into my personal one, uh, I ran across this, this quote. I can't remember who it was, so you guys will definitely have to research this um, because it's a really great you quote. Got homework. The guy, the, yeah, the guy, the guy's great. But uh, let me read it. It basically says, um, he goes out to say, I'm not only who I think I am, nor am I what you think I am. I am who you think I think you think I am. And now that might be a bit of a puzzle, um, but what I got from it is, you know, everyone goes through uh, constant mirrors. Um, Whoever you think you are is who someone else is going to think that you are. Um, And not only that, but also the whatever you give them. And that's going to be their perception of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a uh, it's not just who who you think you are. It's also a culmination of the people who you interact with on a daily basis, and the energy that you give them, um, and the affirmations that you give them. Everything that you say is a, is an affirmation, you know. Yeah. So, um, but going back to me personally, um, I think that I would for my first. My first I am affirmation, it would be, um, I am powerful. I like that. Why'd you choose that one? Because I don't think that we should be afraid of power. I think that if power is used um, intentionally in a form that is good for not only yourself, but also for others, mm-hmm. um, you should be able to embrace that. Right. And that's something that I feel like not only I kind of struggle with, mm-hmm. but something that maybe we may be misinformed about as well, Right. Um, how important power is mm-hmm. for ourselves and, and our communities. Yeah, I think people kind of cringe away from the word power because they think like it's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, but only if you abuse it, then. Mm-hmm. So I really like that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so for me, my affirmation is I am enough. And I chose that because a lot of the times we can get into the, the, the game of comparing ourselves to others or being ashamed of where we are because of maybe age or because we expected ourselves to be in a different space than we currently are, you know. So I chose that because for right now, I am enough. And what I'm doing right now and the foundation that I'm laying is enough to get me to where I want to be. And if I focus intently on what I'm doing and my progress I won't have enough time to look around and see what that person is doing what that person is doing by the time I look up I'm going to be light years ahead all right guys thank you for tuning in to the hire you podcast this is the very first episode again and we just want to thank you for listening and um yeah make sure you uh comment on our videos so that we can uh get some feedback from you um if you have any uh 
unanswered questions or you know references that you feel like we can use and uh, anything that you need just let us know um, definitely do your best to subscribe we're going to be posting uh, weekly um, and you know link us on our email if you want to if you have anything that you want to talk to us about um, your voice matters in every way all right definitely definitely follow us on instagram at the higher you cheers all of that right all the content and updates will be posted there and uh, we'll see you guys next week all right.